broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello, Welcome Home listeners. Thank you for joining us on episode 30 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with uh, Damon. No Trevor this week. Trevor is still in uh, Disney. I'm sure some of you that uh, follow our Facebook page have been enjoying a lot of his videos and pictures that he's been posting. I know I have been enjoying them and been uh, been a little jealous. Um, but we've got Damon, and we also have a guest here today, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Chad, is joining us uh, today. Chad is a uh, an, an epic DVC uh, owner. <laughs> I say that, Chad, because I think you, you, you own like a lot of different places, right? Yeah, we own a, several contracts, right? And, and they're all smaller at multiple resorts. We, we love that home, that 11-month window. Yeah, and you and you've actually been working. You know, we've been talking for a while, and and you've been working. Uh, you know, on a, on a podcast a little bit about some DVC things, and and so that's something you're you're working on as well. Uh, you know, that we we definitely will will talk about, and and you could tell tell us a little bit about how that is. What's that's what that's all about? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on a, a website called mydvcpoints.com, and you can find it on Facebook under just mydvcpoints. And I'm really just shooting for user stories, right? How do you use your DVC points? How do you do Disney, right? What's your take on the resorts? And to just come back in and start reflecting what the community thinks. Because when you read the Facebook post, that's what everybody wants to know. You know, should I go to Boardwalk or Beach Club? Th- that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, and actually, you I know you are you got your site up there, and then eventually you're going to have a podcast, and you actually were nice enough to have me on your podcast, so looking forward to when that comes out, and I can I can take a listen to that, too, so great. Uh, so why don't we get started here talking about some topics? Uh, you know, first things first, we talked a couple weeks ago, uh, and this is a DVC story. You know, we like to start with DVC on the show. Uh, so we talked a couple of weeks ago about Reunion Station, and this was something I was kind of excited about. I, I thought it was kind of an interesting idea that they were doing, bringing uh, more concierge uh, availability, basically, to the DVC uh, members. Uh, one of the things, though, that I thought was neat about this is that they were going to do a nightly uh, member event where they were going to have uh, members, you know, kind of like a mixer. They used to do these, and, and Chad and, and Damon, you guys have been, you know, members for a while. They used to do like a, a weekly kind of member mingle thing, and then they kind of got rid of it. And, and this kind of, to me, felt like they were bringing it back again. Well, long story short, it seems that this has now been canceled. <laughs> so um, so now and that's, that's gone. mingles are tough. Like I said, they do them on the cruises, and, and I think they're great for the cruises because, you know, you're going to be spending a fair amount of time with those people, right? Like, you're going to see them multiple times a day, right? The boat's big, don't get me wrong, but you're still going to see the same people over and over. I think yes. they work well <laughs> for something like that. Um, that is definitely not the reason why I'm excited about this. Um, we were huge, huge fans of the animation work and the drawing stuff that you could do over at Hollywood Studios, um, where the Star Wars place yeah. is now. And, you know, once they kind of got rid of that, once I saw that there was animation classes, I was pretty excited uh, for that. I think that was that was interesting. Yeah, I, I think this is uh, interesting. I, I so, and, and maybe I maybe I'm not reading this like uh, completely. But so to do the animation class, you don't have to be paying for the concierge piece, right? That's how I, I understood it. But I that's mean, how I understood it. Yeah, too. that's how I understood it as well. And there's also an animation or painting with a view class that that's still going on right now up at the top of the world at Bay Lake Tower. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that one's but still that, going on. But I don't think is that what what's the age range on that? See, um, I think that there's a, a higher age range because when the one that was at Hollywood Studios, my daughter when she was like three did it with us or four. You know what I mean? I think that one's got an age range on it, if I remember correctly. It does have an age range on it, and I'm going in July with my 12 year old, and, and okay. I know I had to pay for myself to go as well mm-hmm. because she didn't meet the age requirements. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and I think that's what's been the tough part. I don't know if they've put any sort of extra requirements around this that I saw. Obviously, I didn't see the anything. Wine ta- obviously, the wine tasting class over here. <laughs> There'll be some age requirements yeah. around that. So, but, yeah, uh, there's also, they did also um, talk, they have a photography class that's going to be there. awesome, right? Because yeah, it does. at the end of the day, my kids are always interested in photography, right? And I'm always like, well, one, I never want to let them borrow my cameras, right? Because uh, I don't want to take them. So hopefully <laughs> Disney will be able to provide cameras. That yeah, would right? be wonderful. Um, and I think the other thing that would be nice is, I mean, there's so many different things to shoot. You're not limited to where you are. I mean, obviously, there's oh, yeah. tons of stuff. So, well, especially in that particular area where Re- Reunion Station is, because mm-hmm. that Wilderness Lodge area is beautiful. I mean, you have the lake there. You've got the all the, you know, just you're in the woods. And the architecture of of Wilderness Lodge itself is beautiful. I think it would be a lot of fun to do a photography class there, for sure. Yeah, I, I like as we again, you know, you know how I feel about about this is that new things are always good, right? Especially new things like this, because as you kind of, you know, nobody ever gets Disneyed out, but you know, as you continue to do more and more and more and go more and more times, right? There, there should be new things for you, and I think that this is nice. Uh, I'm super excited about this, actually. So, I think these are th- things are great, too. I am disappointed. We just have to let Chad know. You can interrupt either one of us at any time. Because <laughs> yeah, we no will problem. not stop talking. We'll just keep talking. We'll just keep talking. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm a little disappointed about the, the mixer getting canceled because I, that is something but, I would have done. But why, though? So, so, help me understand why, right? So... Because I free get, drinks. <laughs> That's why. Because okay, free drinks. I, I guess I'd give you the free drinks. The same thing happens on the cruise. But again, yes. like... Am I going to interact with these people outside of the mixer? Probably oh, not. I don't care about the people there. <laughs> so, so, you, so hold on. So you're not okay. really concerned about the mixer. He's concerned about the drinks, I'm, Chad. I'm concerned about the free food and drinks. That's what <laughs> I care about. Oh, man. Head on over to Epcot for that, brother. Exactly. <laughs> they got you covered. They got yeah. you covered. <laughs> there you go. You know, I have never been. I've gone into that Epcot uh, member lounge so many times, and I've never been there when they're giving out snacks ever. And I was like, wait, they give out snacks at this place? Never when I'm there. Yeah, they come around <laughs> with a snack cart. You just got to chill. chill. Except when Tom's there. Except when I'm there. I swear I chase them off somehow. That. Have you ever gotten any like free food at Disney in general? Me? I yeah. mean, I, I yes. Are they, or do they know that you're wearing your fake Disney button all the time? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I've gotten Moonlight free Magic. Food. That yeah. is your ticket for free That's food. Same, oh, wait, hold right? on a second. Moonlight. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah, like, the food is off the hook there. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I also did, um, and I forget what they called the event, but it was it was around Christmas time a couple of years ago. They used to do this big like member Christmas bash thing where they had free food and they had they give you an ornament like a Christmas tree ornament. No, so yes, and, I'm not talking about a special event. I'm just saying, have you? Well, ever I didn't pay for it. It was, food? it was free. No, no, yeah. but I'm just saying, have you gotten free food outside of an event? Um, maybe, maybe on my honeymoon. Okay. Maybe like when I was wearing a badge and like yeah, you know, for three we... weeks that he was wearing a badge for the, the three extra trips he made. It's my honeymoon. Two every years time later, it's exactly. like every time we go, it's my honeymoon. <laughs> I, I can't say that. I can't say that I've ever had any free food. Right? Okay. I had All to right. pay for everything. It's Disney. Oh, it's yeah. I, did, I did. I did on my birthday. 
They were very nice to me on my birthday because they knew it was the golden. It was the, the golden one, right? <laughs> Did you like, have your gold button on? I had my gold button on. Yes, that's the one if, that you're only allowed for your birthday. For those that are new to us, uh, Damon does not believe in wearing your Disney buttons when it's not your actual birthday. So he thinks there should be a golden one when it's your when it's your actual birthday. Correct. That yeah. where they know and then they give you free stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all for that. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm just I, like I said. All I care is about the the, the food and the drink part. But the photography cl- photography class, the animation class, the wine tasting classes, those all sound pretty cool, and sounds like something I'd want to do. Um, I still don't know if I would do the concierge part, to, you know, because it's just so pricey. I had a friend that did it and loved it, but I just can't get on board for the the amount of money we're talking. No, not when it's everybody in the room. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. And at each night of the stay, they charge you for it. And it seems to only be open for maybe six hours. You're basically paying, what is it, 50 bucks a person per night? Is that what it was? Yeah, I, I, I still think the math on that com- comes back down to the, the three extra fast passes, right? Cause, yeah, I'm all for extra fast passes. <laughs> right? That's, that's that in the 90-day window. That is, yeah. that is really, 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 really nice. Because that 90-day window is going to ensure you get whatever you want whenever you want for Fast Passes. Well, I mean, there's yeah, exactly. There's no chance that anything would be full at that point, for sure. Mm, that's true. Well, I, I don't know about you guys. I, I've seen a couple people posting pictures from Re- Reunion Station. It seems like very few people have taken advantage of it so far. It seems it's like a little it pricey, down. right? Yeah, yeah. It's a little pricey. It seems like a ghost town. I would spend my money there because that seems awesome, right? Like, if I was to spend extra money, that would be something I'd be interested in. What, what doing the say? reunion station thing? Yeah. I thought that's what we were just talking about. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying that would be... You were saying that, you know, it was a ghost town. I said, well, I'd be interested in that. So oh, I because think it's that, a ghost town. Because there's yeah. nobody there. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would do it on a three-day split stay, right? Because there's a three-day minimum. So that's how I would do that. Just Just to stick my toes in the water. And if I could do it on a non-kid trip for three days... Yeah, I, I'm all over it. That's yeah, that's a good point. You have non-kid <laughs> trips? What's that? So, oh yeah, yeah, those are those, right? That's Chat. just a whole new level of doing Disney, right? Yeah, we've decided that's probably not going to happen. Let's see, youngest one is eight, oldest one is fourteen. I probably got like fifteen more years before that happens. That's wow. my guess. Yeah, I've I got a lot like, longer. Yeah. I have to like Tuesday before that happens. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. So Chad was telling me he's taking he's about to take an epic two week trip. Is that a non kid trip? It's a partial kid trip. Oh, right? OK. So I'm, I'm going down to a um, personal development conference and it's somewhat Disney related. Um, it's by a uh, host named Terry Weaver and the thing live dot com. If anybody wants to check it out, probably be a little too late to go by the time this airs. But it is about personal development, creativity, entrepreneurialism. And, you know, my daughter started seeing me reading the books and she started getting interested. And so I made her a little challenge that if she would read about six of these books that are on personal development goals. She also started saying, hey, I want to be an Imagineer, which which is what really kicked it all off. I'm like, well, you know what, Reagan, if you really want to do this, then you're going to have to put some skin in the game and read some books. And if you read some books, I'll pull some strings and get you a, a an invite to this, right? So she did the work, and you know we uh, we got tickets, and we're gonna get to go, and she'll get to hang out with McNair Wilson, who's a former Imagineer. Um, he'll be uh, co-hosting the event, 
So it, it's going to be a fun time. So I'm I'm going to be really interested to see how a 12 year old takes uh, motivational speakers in a conference. But she earned it. So <laughs> there yeah. you go. Hey, that's cool. I'm um, sorry. That was a little, I know that was a little aside there, but. Um, so just on to the next, any, do you guys want to say anything else about reunion station before we move on to the next thing here? Nope. I'm good. No, I'm, I, I'll try it out one of these days, right? I, yeah. yeah. One of these days. Right. I, I, I do wonder if at some point they bring that price point down a little bit, but no, nope. they might, I, I, you never nope. know. <laughs> All when right. was the last time you saw Disney bring a price point down on something? Uh, well, I think the after hours, they brought it down a little bit, didn't they? I don't remember. Uh, I think you're imagining things. Go ahead. I could be. I could be imagining things. It's very possible. So, anyway, this was kind of like a quiet thing that I saw, and I only saw it because I followed DVC on Facebook. But I, I thought this was interesting. Um, and I know Damon, you like. Oh, to I'm going to your... talk about this. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk about this. Yeah, this is interesting. Oh, you want to t- t- bring it up? Okay, go ahead. So I don't know as much about it as you do. So all I can do is read what Tom has written here. But he said, "There's." <laughs> I, I wanted to pick it up after he started, but that's okay. So <laughs> okay, gotcha. I guess DVC has announced that there's a savings for using points for certain cruises, right? So it looks like um, I'm reading your little thing here that there's for select seven. Night Canadian uh, Coast Voyage with Nizdi Cruise Line, and there is a savings of, this is very boring when I read it, huh, of at least 115 reservation points. All right, all right so here's the thing. Inside stateroom, though, right? So that's okay, because yeah, a yeah. lot of things I started to realize. I don't spend a lot of time in there. So there, there's, a veranda's great, but if you don't really get sick and you don't really need the night air, let me, let me tell you something. When you go out on the veranda... There is literally someone to the left and right of you. Yes, there is a divider, but it's not like a solid divider. Well, it's it's got some edging around it. Like you, so you are going to people. see that person. Forget about <laughs> hearing them. You're going to see that see person. <laughs> so it you know the veranda is really nice if if you just need the air because you're a little claustrophobic or it's your first cruise. I would suggest the veranda. But now that we're kind of you know cruising people, I think we might do an inside stateroom because you know not so bad, especially with their little you know porthole window thingies. All right, so that's the first thing. I think, though, that a lot of this has to do with the fact that people truly believe that it's a bad use of your points for cruises when actually more recently a lot of people have done the math and it's not necessarily the case. Yes, there are certain cruises where it is, but there's certain cruises where it's not. Yes, I would agree 100 percent. But I think that there's a stigma out there. Right. So I kind of understand like what they're shooting for here. You know, it's definitely a perk that's helpful um, and it gets past that stigma, especially because. And again, I don't know how Chad feels, but like once you go on a Disney cruise, one, you don't want to cruise with anybody else ever again. You know, you feel like you have to sometimes because of the price, I hate to say, but you don't ever want to. Uh, And I think this will get more people on board for something like that. Back this spring, I actually booked my first cruise and and I was one of the rare people that that got to use that. If you're a DVC member, you can book it silver. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just just to give everybody a, a level set expectation there. I started calling um, two minutes before they opened and, of course, kept getting closed messages, right? 178 redials later, I finally got a line in at about 2.30 that afternoon. That's crazy. Right? After about 90 minutes on hold, I did get a, 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 an agent, and she was phenomenal, of course. Um, most, most Disney call, call center experiences are just incredible. They're, they're, they're very well trained, Right. But it took 178 redials to get an open line in on that, right? Um, so I did book it, and I'm glad to hear that you were saying that um, um, the veranda is a pretty good thing. I think we got the one with the, the window right next to the verandas, like like the sit-in window. 
Uh-huh. Um, just because we, we, we only did a three-day one just to put our okay. toes into the water. So you're saying you got one of the ones at the end of the ship? Yep. Yeah, so my friend always does that. The room's actually bigger. You know, that's the nice thing about it. Um, there's not a lot of them, but they're, the sit-in window rooms are bigger, which is really nice. So every time we go down to their room, we're like, man, you have three people. We have five, and your room's huge. So I, I think you'll enjoy it. I do, I do find this interesting just based on the fact. So say, they're saying you can save at least 115 vacation points. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of points, and that's at least – um, now, it is for only select sailings departing yep. September 20th or September 27th, um, and you, it, it says you can do do it if you book with reservation points or a combination of points and cash. Yes, so which I, is nice now that so, you can do that. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about that, right? Yeah, because this is interesting. that is the sweet spot, that combination mm-hmm. between points and cash, right? Um, when I did the analysis, it, it came back in, and I was like, okay, everybody said – the way to do a Disney cruise is book it opening day because the prices only go up. That is true. So when I looked at their cash prices, when you factored in the ports and taxes, they were identical to open day, opening day prices. The problem is they won't sell you a pure cash only deal as a DVC member. You have to use points for at least one person. And so I did some kind of some math and the cheapest way to do it is if you're bringing an infant, I, you know, it was minimal points for the infant so if you are coming in and booking late for the cruise come in and book a child or an infant on points and then pay cash for the rest because then you'll get opening day prices and that's how you get that that's how you come out smelling like a rose um cruise and dvc points interesting i had to book a cruise late one time for disney (laughs) it was it was brutal. Uh, so we had our, yep. We had some friends that were going. Um, they had gone already one cruise without us. And uh, this was Tom Thomas, the people that we vacation with every year. have been doing it for 13 years. This will be our 14th, uh, you know, trip with them. And, you know, they had kind of done, when they had signed up for DVC, you know, it was, um, you know, get the free cruise. You know, that was the thing that they got when they signed up for DVC. So they did the cruise. And, oh, it's the best thing ever. So, you know, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And I'm like, all right, well, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we put a placeholder. We're just doing a cruise. And I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, thinking it works like a regular cruise line where the closer you get, wow, you know, kind of gets cheaper because they want to fill the boat. Man, I got beat up on that one. That cruise was like, I think I ended up, <laughs> number one, there was no rooms, right? So I had to get the most expensive room, which, was, which was brutal. Um, and I, I want to say it cost me like three extra grand. So I, I can understand wanting to book as early as possible i mean <laughs> it really is you know three thousand dollars is a lot of money uh so it's definitely worth booking early when you can so would this make you guys want to book with points more do you, does this change not in the september math? no well, yeah no, i mean but i, I, I want to go in september i understand i'm just wondering if this changes the math because yeah, but you know this, we, is, this is new york and canada in september right yeah, yeah. so color tours all that fun stuff so you do get to celebrate Chad, halloween Chad on the not, boat too, we already so. did that once, and we did it in the Caribbean, and it's far nicer in the Caribbean than it is in New York <laughs> or Canada. No disrespect to Trevor, and yep. uh, you know I'm from New Jersey, so I like love New York, but I have no interest in that cruise. Trevor's right? on the other side of Canada, so he's he's probably not offended. Yeah, yeah. I, I, to be honest, I have no interest in a cruise in hurricane season. Okay, yep. not fair point zero. Because yeah. this last cruise that we went on, I, you know, again as I said on the show, like my son got sick because we hit the outside of one of them, and that was in. That was last year in, like, June, I want to say. 
and it was still crazy. So no, no, it was Halloween. It was Halloween. It was October. So yeah, it's not fun when the boats are rocking. Mm-mm. I do. I do wonder if this has anything to do. Like, are they not selling these cruises very well? Like those particular <laughs> no, two I, dates. I, like, I, you know? I don't. I don't think that's the case. I've never actually seen a Disney cruise not sell well. That's but true, yeah. I mean, because right, what do they do? They probably hold. You know, they hold the. Since it's the reverse of a regular cruise, right? They just hold their line in the sand with how much it costs, and you know if more people aren't booking, they just keep the price to where it was rather yeah, than raising it. So, yeah. you know, like I said, no, it's, yeah, it's not the same. They, yeah, because they they'll raise it as it gets closer. So again, this doesn't affect me because it's September. Um, I, I have no interest <laughs> in that. I I don't either. I, I mean, because I'm not going on vacation anytime soon. Um. <laughs> no, I'm married to a teacher, so September September vacations just not even applicable. Right? I'm with you there, Chad. I'm with you. So. My my wife my wife just changed jobs and she's in a year round school now, and so she gets random couple weeks off during the year. So like the first two weeks of October, she she gets off now, and I'm like, sweet, we are going to Disney in October. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a little food awesome. and wine in your future, brother. Yes, there is. There's there's Halloween decorations. We could have never done that before. That was the first thing I thought of when she took that job. I was like, yes, I can actually go to Disney I, I, when I, the I weather's nice. I didn't think that Halloween was all that it was all that it was cracked up well, to be. So. It's more about the weather being nice and going during a slower time that I'm, I'm used to going in August and July. So where it's dripping <laughs> wet humidity, yeah, but it's also a lot slower in August than it is around Halloween. That's, that's true. Sure. But if you, if you go like the first week of October, if you go not towards Halloween, it's not as bad. So, but anyway, we're, we're getting off track here <laughs> as we always do. Um, so we talked a couple shows ago about uh, something called Project 89. And this really could fall into the rumor category, but this, since it's DVC, we're going to call this DVC rumor. How about that? Um, so a couple shows ago, we talked about something called Project 89. Um, there's some permits that have been filed for this. The original permits were for drilling some uh, boreholes, basically, in the ground, really trying to determine if this uh, specific land in the former site of River Country would be uh, you know, suitable for building. And so that, that created some speculation about... Um, and, you know, we talked about on this show about the possibility of a DVC resort uh, on that site that was announced years ago and then just kind of scrapped. Um, but now another permit's been filed uh, kind of towards the, you know, a little bit in the uh, Magic Kingdom area, a little bit further over. Um, and it's also called Project 89. And basically what this permit is for is uh, putting a whole bunch of uh, filled dirt there i know that sounds like not exciting <laughs> but um the fact that these two are related uh kind of is starting to make some people connect some dots here and think that maybe there's a chance that either that site is now going to get developed into a hotel or somewhere else around magic kingdom possibly could get developed into uh into a uh into a hotel so you know it would be awesome what? if they took old river country and made it haunted river country and tied it into haunted <laughs> mansion and made that a DVC resort haunted river country DVC haunted, resort haunted could you country. imagine people would go bananas for that they would they yeah, would well, you know there's YouTube videos where people have broken in yes. there today right yes. oh yeah so, so Chad are you are you um, were you able to go to river country like I was no I was not oh, so oh, such a wonderful place I, I shed a tear that you know, if it's wiped off the face of the earth, um, I'll shed a little bit of a tear for that. Yeah. Well, it's going to be. Um. <laughs> you don't know. It could be haunted DVC, haunted River hey, Country Resort. I, I mean, 
They're probably that listening to you, Damon. Thing. Right? I, yeah. That would be the best thing ever. I, Damon, I think you weren't on this show, but I and and I don't know if you listened to it or not. I think it was just Trevor and I. On that I one. only listen when it's me. I'm sorry. That's I understand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, this is uh, the DVC resort that, uh, that they announced. It was like a uh, it was like a Fort Wilderness DVC resort. Like it was uh. in kind of that style. But I was saying to to uh, Trevor, how cool would it be if they did that? But then they made like the pool area like a, a mini river country like you know what i mean like they took some of the old hmm. like you know what i mean they took some of the old style or so, like tried to replicate some of the old rides from river country and made that the pool how cool would that be as like an homage i, I could see him doing it as a throwback right yeah yeah totally I, I mean i think that the, the the most fun i had i mean there were water slides right so i mean that's they're fun but that's not where this kind of became very interesting is they had this area and it's funny that I remember this because it was so long ago. It was my first trip to Disney, actually, that I went there. And they had this area, which, you know, they have at water parks now where it's kind of, you know, like, you know, the spinning logs where you kind of run over them and the, the zip lines in the water. Like the rope and, course thing where you, like, yeah, walk across the had, lily pads. It, yeah. Yes, they had all of that stuff. And, you know, I don't remember there being another park that had something like that at, at that point. You know, there's a lot of them that have it now. Actually, when I was just in... You know, Bush Gardens, they had it. Dollywood, they all have it. But again, that was like the first first thing they had that would be very, very interesting. Um, it was also, a, you know, the thing with River Country, it is, is, is they have to remember when it was, right? It was a much less um, parented time, right? <laughs> so things that you would say that, you know, they wouldn't let go. Like, I know that when they have those rope courses now, at, let's say, like even Bush Gardens, there's like 10 lifeguards watching over. Like, at that point, it was like, hey... Go out there and have fun. Like, you know, we'll be on the beach. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if they could replicate that carefree era, let's say. Yeah, but, I mean, they could do a cool homage to it, though. Yeah, well, over at Boulder Ridge, they, they pulled in some pieces out of Hollywood Studios, right? That, yeah, um, that that's water, right. I think it's a water tower or a crane back over there. It was from the Backlot Tour, right? Yep. So yep. They're, they're definitely not about, you know forgetting the throwbacks right and, and a tip For of the sure. hat to an old attraction or an old ride so they could very easily do something there well let me ask you guys this so there's also rumors this is there's been some talk here too that this project may be uh the long rumored second tower for uh for bay lake uh that that's been rumored there's also been rumors of a volcano themed hotel uh, that's that's something that'd be that, interesting since Universal just put out Volcano Bay. That would be true. Interesting. And true. Yeah, Moana, interesting. and yes. Moana to tag on to as well. Yeah, and that's kind. Of, I, I'm sure it'll be Moana ish, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what I would like to see on that site. I would like another DVC resort, obviously. I just being selfishly, but they, but they already have one in development. Like, we're, well, yeah, they're building Riviera, but I, yeah. I I'm going to assume before Riviera is done, they're going to announce another one that they're going to build oh, somewhere. Yeah, absolutely, because because yeah. those Copper Creek points are just flying out of there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be interesting. I I mean, I know Damon, you're really interested in Riviera, so when that comes, I out, am, right? but I, I don't know now. Like I said, I I may end up with uh, some sort of resale, resale points. I, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. Well. Go ahead, Chad. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I just don't know what's going to happen with Riviera in that back entrance to Epcot because I own a few Beach Club points. And I'm kind of looking at it, and I've watched Beach Club in resale here recently, and it started to come down in price, which is typically not happened for Beach Club. So hmm. I think everybody's holding off wondering what's going to happen once that, that Skyliner comes in and all of those people start coming back into that back gate. Because mm, it was a That's nice true. little... Uh, 
It's quiet. Yeah, it really was nice to, to come it's in there. No line. You just kind of walk right in. That was Get always, that boat, was always great. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's true. I hope they bulk up the, that entrance because otherwise it's going to stink because there's only a couple booths there. It's, you know, it would back up pretty quickly. I hope they do something. They have a, it looks like they have enough room to do that. Yeah. I mean, as long as they Ratatouille should. doesn't. And remember, you know, like crazy. the two big monster value resorts, Art of Animation and Pop, Pop are going to be. Yep. They're going to have a Skyliner straight to that back door at Epcot. Yep. Maybe not straight. There's probably some switches, but... There's, there's a switch here and there, yeah. <laughs> but you, you still get the point, right? You're just going to be pounding that area with people. Um, That's yeah. going to make the run to uh, Frozen Ever After uh, a lot uh, a lot uh, different with all those people at the at the uh, at that gate. Uh, I mean, it's going to make it harder to rope drop La Cava de, de, de Tequila. <laughs> right let's yeah. talk about the important stuff let's right? talk about the important stuff yes that's right <laughs> you know i don't have this on the uh on the agenda today but uh i, I did you see that some of the some of the uh, restaurants at magic kingdom some more places have added alcohol so <laughs> more places for you to be able to drink in magic kingdom now too but hey, that's besides the about fact. time right about time a lot of people don't like that a lot of people get mad about it but i think it's you know I don't, get, I don't get mad about it because I think Disney does a far better job than anywhere else on policing drunken behavior. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to Universal. I've seen some crazy drunken behavior at Universal that would <laughs> would never happen at Disney. Let's just put it that way. And a lot of things that, like, I wish my kids didn't have to see or I have to turn them away from. So I'm never worried about that. They do a fairly good job at policing uh, things like that, unless you're going to punch out the security officer like that dude just did recently. What was that? What? Did you see? Did you see no, that? I didn't see that one. Yeah, I I, I heard I I I saw somebody post in one of the Disney groups that there was a there was a fight in line on uh, Spaceship Earth today or yesterday. Um, um, no, I believe somebody um, punched a security officer. Uh, yeah, a man punched a security guard. That was a Disneyland, though. Oh my I gosh. don't even know why I read it because it's Disneyland, and I don't care about Disneyland. <laughs> But it happened to come across, and I uh, ended up uh, watching. Chat, you gotta help. You gotta help us convince Damon that Disneyland's nope, Disneyland's a place stupid. to go. I mean, oh that's... man, Damon, Damon, Cars Land alone, right, is worth the trip. It is. It is phenomenal. <laughs> now, see, I think if I was gonna do another one, it wouldn't be there. It would be like Tokyo or something. Like if yeah. I had my my choice, but. Uh, hey, I'm not going to fault you for going to Tokyo, Shanghai, <laughs> Hong Kong, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know about Paris. No know. judgment there, to... right? That's not on well, my list there. <laughs> anyway, we're getting way off topic. Um, <laughs> so what would you guys like to see at that site? Like, what, would you, I already I mean, told you what it should be at that site. Haunted River Country. Haunted, I got it. I don't know if they're going to go that direction, but... <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you know, I'm fine with any new resort, right? The more the merrier. Agreed. And I would say come up with some new new creative flavor, something that we haven't seen before. I like the throwback. I, if it was another beach club type with a with a spectacular pool area, I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. Great, cool. So that's all the DVC stuff we have for today, um, which is more than normal. You know, there's not always a ton of DVC stuff to talk about. So um, I did want to bring up. We've talked. You know, we did a whole episode on D23 uh, last year. And during that show, it was announced that uh, there was going to be a space-themed restaurant at Epcot. 
which I was actually really excited about. I thought it looked really cool. For those of you that haven't seen it, it looks kind of like it's a round, uh, you know, it, it's like a circular restaurant and there's windows and the windows, it looks like you're looking out into space and, it's you know, there's stars out there and I think there's an astronaut and the concept uh, uh, pictures there and it looks really real. Um, and so they haven't really said anything about it for a while, right? It's kind of been quiet. Uh, and, and some people have been speculating, too, that it was going to take over the space where Wonders of Life is. They were going to tear down that pavilion. They were going to you know, put it there. But Disney confirmed the other day that it is still happening and they are going to be building it in a new space. Um, it's a small, you know, small piece of land basically between Test Track and Mission Space. I'm still really excited about this restaurant. I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to integrate it. Is it a Star it. Wars test? Is this a test for the Star Wars hotel? I no, I think it's just a space hotel based on no, Mission no. But space. I'm saying some of the technology that they're going to be using. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe very well could be right. Yeah, yeah. I know that they like to do that, right? So put something out that's a you know not as intense as what we're going to see at Star Wars, but you know let's see if this works and, and let's knock out the bugs in a restaurant because who's really complaining at a restaurant, right? Like yeah. you're not complaining if you know whatever happens. So I, I mean I think it'll be interesting, but I, I think it's going to be kind of a, a test run for some other things that they're going to be doing. Yeah, I mean that's definitely possible. I, I just think it looks really cool. I like the theming of it. I, you know, fully expect there to be some sort of Tang flavored dish somewhere. Maybe some, uh, you know, some of that cool ice cream. <laughs> some freeze dried pouch <sighs> served meal, right? Yeah, right. There's got to be, they got to do something like that, right? Tang ice cream. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some sort of fun dessert there. I, I don't know what kind of food it's going to be. They haven't even said when they're going to start building it because I don't think it, they've even started building this thing yet. They don't, we don't know when it's going to be open. They're just confirming that it's going to happen. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it's going to be cool, especially if they can connect it to Mission Space, where it's like one of those things, almost like uh, Coral Reef is with Finding Nemo and, and the seas, where the, it's all kind of integrated together almost. It'd be kind of cool if they could do that, where you know you're walking out of Mission Space and then you can walk right into that into that restaurant. You know what I mean? Almost like an immersive, almost a little immersive. You know? I don't know. Yeah. That. Hey, man. Anytime Disney's doing something new, I'm all for it. Right? Knock yourself yeah. out, guys. <laughs> I, I, I do think it's funny they're putting a new restaurant in Epcot because uh, Epcot, I feel like, has the most amount of restaurants. Um, but, but, but you know what it is, though? It's that it's going to be regular food, right? So probably. while Epcot has a lot of restaurants, it doesn't have, you know, burger Straight, like American food. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. Well, uh, so that's that's uh, that's an interesting development. I'm glad that they've confirmed that. Uh, now we're going to make Damon angry and talk about Toy Story Land. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily angry. I think that just apathetic, more like you yeah. Know, I, th- I think so. Like, I mean, I guess this leads into my whole discussion on my my vacation. So I- I'll let you start first well, with the boring stuff. Well, okay. So no, first, no, no, no. What's this boring stuff, man? <laughs> if Toy Story I, Land is half as cool as Cars Land. We are in for a treat, Orlando. This is why I needed Chad here today. I needed someone else on my side with this. (laughs) So Um, I'll just just go ahead and get this out now and let everybody start hating, but my wife is just phenomenal at Fast Passes, and we have opening day Fast Passes for Slinky Dog. Wow. So, But I'm not even jealous because it's Slinky Dog (laughs) roller coaster, and that's just boring. (laughs) Yeah, but still, it's opening day of the new attraction. I see now I will give you that because I am the sort of person that likes to be there within the first month, which has made this new development of mine so difficult. But there's nothing at Toy Story Land that I I really care about. I hate to say it. 
I'm just I'm going out there. I would go just for the wheezy animatronic singing to you at the end of the Slinky Dog coaster. Yep. That thing looks amazing. Yep. Yep. Bring bring Wheezy. Does it on. look more amazing than Navi River Ride? I, I, well, no, because it's different, no, right? Because, exactly. But well, but hold on though, it's a yeah. different thing. Listen, not, here's the thing: I love Toy Story, so let me just—I'm gonna just get that out there. Me and my wife—it was our first date. I love every single Toy Story. I think I may have cried at Toy Story three. I don't know. I don't know if I admit that. I cried like three I times during Toy, Toy Story three, so right? I'll admit it with you. <laughs> I love Toy Story, but there is nothing here that has me excited. I'm sorry to say. It just doesn't. There's so many other announcements that are past this now, at now, rides. I'm more interested in the new Mickey Mouse ride than I am at these things. I, I will say this, Damon. I, I am with you on the disappointment in the menu at Andy's Lunchbox. <laughs> okay. So I thought, I thought there was what, plenty of opportunities awesome. there to, to do something yeah. other than just, you know, potato barrel tater tots, right? Yep. <laughs> so, the Pop-Tarts look good, though. you got to admit that. Those cool Pop-Tarts. They're, they're, they're Pop-Tarts. But they're Pop-Tarts. Yeah, they're, you can get those anywhere. They're right? homemade Pop-Tarts, though. <laughs> They're not homemade. You know, Walt's not making them at his house. Let's be honest, right? <laughs> I, again, so I, I think I'm going to start here. So, yes, yeah, so Toy Story Mania is going to be closed for a little bit. That is going to be some pretty bad news. Because that, that is a downer, right? That is a downer. And actually, I think, am I there then? I want to say that say, I'm not there then. No, is that the week you're there? It's June 11th to June 18th. Uh, I'm there the next week. Okay. Toy but, Story will be closed completely, just so everyone knows. Toy Story Mania will be closed for the entire week of June 11th to June 18th because they need to do f- a finishing construction on the new entrance. Basically. Yeah, I'm there the 19th. Um, I'm just not enthralled by this coaster. I, you know, the, the Alien ride seems a little interesting, but, you know, the coaster is not interesting to me at all, just like Goofy's Barnstormer or whatever is not interesting to me. So, Chad, I have a I have a dilemma here. So this is my dilemma. We'll just start with my dilemma because the show is, you know, forget about the show. We'll just talk about me for a second. <laughs> I'm going the 19th. And, and I was very upset that I, you know, at first I was very upset that I wasn't going to be at Toy Story Mania because I've been at the opening of every, you know, Universal, Dollywood, Bush Gardens, anything that opens and Disney World, right? Because Disneyland doesn't exist in my life. So everything I've been there for at least the first month. And I was like, well, I'm going to be disappointed that I'm not going to be there. So I was planning another trip in August. And I said, all right, well, I'm going to get season passes. And I'm just going to go again in August. But then I stopped to really think about it. And I'm like, what do I really need to see at Toy Story Land? So I, I'm, I can wait. We're, we're normally I'm not you know, a patient person. I, this is one where I'm sure it's going to be interesting when I go. But I'm see, just going to wait it out, man. No, 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 no. You can't demolish your track record here. You got bragging rights, brother. You got bragging rights. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, got a point there. there. There's nothing there. So my only hope is, is that, yeah, I think the 18th, the week of the 18th is still a little early for any sort of um, special previews, but one never knows. That, that's my yeah, only Yeah, we haven't heard anything on that, and everybody is waiting for it. DVC members, annual pass holders, we're all waiting for a preview date. So I, I, was, I, have, I was telling Tom uh, prior to the to the show here is that when Star Tours opened, I happened to be at Disney and asked some of my Disney contact friends to get us on there for Media Week. Um, so we were able to ride Star Tours even though it was opening the week after us. Uh, so that was pleasant. That was very fun. I'm, I'm hoping that if they do a Media Week the week before that it may help be able to pull some strings or something. Well, See, now, I, I, go ahead. Sorry, Chad. Well, I'm hoping that Alien, Alien Saucer Spin can mm-hmm. live up to Mater's and the tractors at, at, at Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. 
right? That's what I'm hoping but, for. But but can it though? Because the, the so the characters that are involved, I just don't think can, right? Yeah, I'm I, I'm with you. I'm 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 I've got my reservations, right? Because because right, Mater so just speaks aliens. to my inner redneck, you know. Yeah, it, Mater's great. The whole Cars character line is just phenomenal, and, and the aliens play a very fun part, right? They play a part like you would say the minions play. You know, they're great, but you know, like a whole thing around them. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen. I would have. I would have said. I would have loved to have seen the toys be part of that ride instead of the aliens. But I understand why they went with that theming. I, I just think there was some sort of missed opportunity with having a lot of, I mean, I guess that those characters are going to be at the stupid roller coaster though. So I guess that's why they did. Well, that. yeah, there's that. Yeah. Uh, they I, will all be around, around the roller coaster. Right. So they, I, and Imagineers, you guys better not be letting me down here. Cause I am expecting something epic with the claw, the claw. <laughs> They've yeah. been pushing that a lot. I, yeah, I, I mean, I think that will be an interesting ride. But again, my feeling, especially for this specific land, and I understand because it's Toy Story, it's, it's you know, it, it's going to be about what you see, not about what you do. That's kind of how I feel, which is why I can kind of hold off a little bit. Um, there, there's nothing technology-wise that just says, got to be there. Like you said, if I really want to get the same feel for Alien, I guess I could just go out to, you know, the place that, you know, we don't name. Well, to, you know, and, yeah. and even then, as epic as I think Cars Land is, it is just, you know... They plussed up Test Track a little bit for the Radiator <laughs> yes. Springs Racers, yeah, yeah. right? So they plussed up the uh, Test Track, but still, the imagine the immersiveness of Cars Lands and Radiator Springs. Little kids are, you know, walking down that street going, Mommy, is this where they filmed Cars? It is that realistic and immersive. So yeah. I'm hoping they're bringing it for, for, for Toy well, Story Land. And to go back to what we were talking about before about the previews, I don't know if you guys watched any of the the blitz, like the media blitz they did the other day where they had like Good Morning America and The View and I think it was on like Nightline all were talking about Toy Story Land. The video that they were showing, it looked very much like a construction zone still. It seems like they are a little bit behind schedule. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what it seems like. And so if that's the case, then they're probably not going to have previews or the previews are going to be... They always have media previews. They right? always, so. Well, of course, they're definitely going to have a media preview. But as far as DVC member, AP member, who knows? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. If they're that far behind, that could be an issue. So, so anyone from Disney that listens, I'll take a media preview. By all means, well, you just let we me know, know we have some cast members out there that do listen because they've talked to us before. But yeah, they don't have as much they don't have pull. The pull. I don't think they have the pull that I need. for. Uh... We, we need some cast members with pull. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to those of you that listen that don't have pull. <laughs> Tom, we just, Tom just lost half of our audience now. <sighs> half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So now we only have one listener. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. But I kind of to go back when we were talking about the, with Wheezy. I feel like it's a whole different thing because if you go on if you go on Navi River, right? The the was she a shaman or whatever she is? Okay. she's got arms and stuff. Wheezy's just like he's a Check little fat out, penguin. Though. He doesn't move that much, right? But, but, I mean, but this is this is why Wheezy is not all that exciting. I saw it. It's called Mr. Potato Head. I've already seen it, right? Yeah. And Mr. Potato Head. When you saw him the first time, was the coolest thing ever. I, I've already seen that. I was really hoping they'd bring him back for like because he just disappeared and without explanation, 
And well, I was the, hoping they well, bring the him back. Explanation was he was too hard to keep running. I think. Is the I, yeah, explanation. That's, yeah, that's true. But I, I would. I was hoping they would bring him back for Toy Story Land when they redid the, you know, the entrance and rerouted and everything. And I, I mean, how great would it be if they surprised all of us and all of a sudden Mr. Potato Head's back in that line? But. Too many, too many drone pictures. I don't think we're going to see that. But he, he, you know, the question is, what's different about Wheezy? I mean, it just he just looks cool. He's and he's Wheezy. Does he look Wheezy's cooler than awesome. Mr. Potato Head. No, listen, listen, Wheezy's cool. He is not cooler <laughs> than Mr. Potato Head. You need to stop. All right. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. I I just like Wheezy. Wheezy's a cool character. Okay. And he sings to you. So. <laughs> um. Anyway, we're getting off the rails again, but that's what we do here. Um. So, well, so Damon, did it, did you actually watch the ride through of Slinky Dog, and it, did it make you like hate it more, or <laughs> did you watch the? I knew what it was going to be. Right. It doesn't surprise me. The the only thing that could have happened that that would have excited me about this is is that again, if you had each section of the roller coaster, you want as the its slinky, own Slinky, right? Yeah, you want the Slinky. Give me the Slinky, right? Once there was no Slink, this was totally off my radar. Like that. That's what really disappointed me more than anything. There was no Slink. That is the 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 coolest thing you could have done was make a little slink and i mean i don't even think again i am not an imagineer but from an engineering standpoint you did the the mine ride right how hard would it have been to do the slink well we did get a tail that wags right (laughs) but what's that doing for me that's not doing anything that's aesthetically aesthetically yeah (laughs) i mean can you see the tail wagging while you're riding no, but you can probably see it while you're loading and unloading, and, and he's he's wagging his tail throughout the whole time, right? With you, Chad. I'm oh, with you. I'm with you. I mean, Chad come on. Really pu- Who doesn't like a dog that wags now. his tail now? Come on. I agree come with on. you, but there was definitely a missed opportunity there from the sure. slink action. Sure. Yeah, I'll give you it. I'll give you it. The lack of I'll slink, I won't take points away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's I think that's enough uh, Toy Story, uh, unless there's anything else you guys want to say before we move on here. No, if I end up going, I'll have more to say, but I don't, at this point, I don't think so. I'll definitely want to hear a review. So, uh, you know, whoever gets to go. So, Hey, well, I, I will be there opening, opening day. So I'll, I'll, uh, post you up some videos there, Tom. Thank you. Listen, don't, you, I, we, we don't need any videos. You crying cause you're disappointed. We already know <laughs> that's going to be the case. It'll All be right. Okay. <laughs> so this, this next thing I thought was really interesting. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Disney's now offering a uh, one yeah. day, one park ticket. Uh, with pre-booked fast passes for it, but garbage fast passes. They yeah, are garbage like, fast passes. It's <laughs> terrible. It, it's just like, come on, Disney. Can you not come up with any better fake news to come up with a media post? I, I, seriously, when I saw that, I was I'm, I, I'm reading through these rides and I'm like, they left I out. I mean, the every... Barnstormers on there. Like, I mean, that's a... <laughs> well, then like Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is on there, which you should never fast pass that. Like, never. 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 <laughs> like, that's the biggest waste of a Fast Pass ever. <laughs> so, I don't. I just thought right, this the only was one that, that The only one that's even semi-interesting is the Animal Kingdom one. And the only reason that's interesting is because you have Dinosaur and Cali River Rapids. And those are, those are long line rides. Can be, anyway. Dinosaur yes. can, get, can get higher than a half hour. And Kali can get really long. Yes. So, yeah. No, you're right. I agree. But I, when I read that, I also thought to myself, though, too, I feel like they're missing a revenue opportunity here because they could because right now those tickets that they're going to offer are going to be the same cost as if you bought a one day ticket. Right. So there's no extra charge to do that. But, but, that's if, why the, but that's why there's nothing good on them. I know. But what if they did like a higher tier, right? What if they did another tier where you pay like another 20 bucks and then but, you do but, get the good rides? But see, that, that's the whole problem, right? So until they go to a full-blown 
pay for fast pass system, right? Which they're not there yet, right? They, they hint around it like we talked about, right? The, the concierge level, like, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's like kind of hinted around it until they fully open that up to say, hey, listen, we're just going to straight up charge you if you want to go and do extra things. But I don't think it can be here. Yeah. I don't think this is it because the, the, the revenue is so... Think about it, right? Do you want somebody that's staying seven days to get their fast passes or one day to get their fast seven passes? Seven days, for sure. Because you're that, there seven the days spending is. money. Yeah, exactly. Correct, and that, that's where the problem is. It'd have to is. be at the right price point. It'd have to be a fairly... I, it, but yeah. it would have to be hundreds of dollars for it to make sense for them. Because Probably. think about it, you're, you're talking about not only are you annoying the people that are there for seven days, so seven days you have to talk about food, hotel, and tickets. Add up all that cost against a single day person and, and it becomes you know not cost effective yeah I think. they definitely make more money with the longer stays right yep so yep. but i have a question chad oh sorry go, go ahead. ahead go ahead i was gonna say you're a numbers guy and this is totally off topic but i know you're a numbers guy have you crunched the numbers on club 33 at wdw if it's worth it um i have right and i actually know a 33 member over at disneyland so um if if you're into the the both park coast to coast annual passes, it's not a bad deal, right? Um, okay, but you've got to be willing to to pay those fifteen hundred dollar passes, right? Because they give them yep. to everybody in your family in, in Orlando. That's what they're saying. If yep. they're twenty five or under, or twenty six or under, something like that, it's everybody in your family. So I looked at this and I was like, Damon, man. You need to just pull the trigger on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a thought. It's been a thought. It's I, I thought it sounded when I read all the stuff that you get, I thought, man, that's that sounds like a pretty good deal. What was it the fifty tickets you get? Like the single day tickets? Yeah, the fifty day park hopper single yeah. day tickets, right? It's so that you can bring people with you. Right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So when you, you add up the value of those, the fifteen hundred dollars, you know, if you've got four kids, there's six tickets, okay? Times fifteen hundred, they're six grand of the fifteen. Okay, the other single day tickets you can give away. They're not supposed to sell them. Some people do, and if Disney finds out about it, they they will revoke memberships. Um, <laughs> I mean, they will, right? I have to, I have to, I have to like an awful lot of people for fifty tickets, though. <laughs> yeah, but you know. How many? Well, you could do seven days of you know. I mean, if you have a family of four, you get, you could do seven straight days. I but mean, I have that, to like them an awful lot. You do. That's true. But I mean, you, you already travel with that one family. You, you've talked about it earlier today. What thirteen? Oh, I don't know if I like row? them that much, though. Oh, you like them enough to do thirteen? <laughs> with them? I mean, come on now. <laughs> do they listen to the show, David? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you just lost know. a few more listeners, Tom. Yeah, oh, man. That's all right. We got some to spare. <laughs> um, so I know that was totally an aside. I just was curious if you had looked at it because when we talked about it a couple weeks ago, we thought we felt like it was we felt like it was a pretty good yeah, deal. Here's the other really, really, really cool benefit. And, and Damon, you're going to be all in on this one, right? Because when I went, um, I, I actually got to go with my friend on the day where they did the VIP tours. Okay, okay. those VIP tours are like four hundred bucks an hour. Okay, and you get them five or six days a year, right? For eight hours. Mm, So what everybody does is they kind of like go to Club Thirty Three for lunch because the lunch is thirty or forty dollars cheaper per person than dinner. Okay, and then right as they exit lunch, they have their tour guide meet them at Thirty Three and start their eight hours. Okay, Hmm. so then by the end of the day. You're you pretty much don't eat because you're just walking through the fast pass lines on everything, 
right? You might pick yeah. up a snack here or there. But you, you just go through both parks and walk through the fast pass on everything. Then you end up the day over at, um, is it 1901 over there in DCA, um, which is the 33 equivalent um, off of the Carthay Circle area. So you have your own little private club over there. You go over there and have some snacks. So when you you factor in the cost of that day, and he brings like 10 people with him, and everybody gets... Hmm immediate fast passes walk on through the lines right the other cool thing is any day he sets foot in the park he gets a card with 24 fast passes loaded on it okay every day he sets foot in the park so and if if he wants to take three people through the new star wars land that opens up he scans it three times and three of his fast passes are gone right he still has 21 it's any ride right it's any attraction yeah it's It's any ride that has fast passes Right, because over there Peter Pan doesn't, so we didn't get to to do Peter Pan because we weren't going to wait in line, right? Um, but that that's a really, really, really cool feature. Okay, it yeah. is. So I know that was an aside, um, but actually the next segment we have going on here is, uh, and thanks, thanks Chad for going through that. I that was really interesting. Um, so the next thing we have here is our our new favorite segment, which is Damon's Detours, and I think he's going to talk a little bit about what Bush Gardens today. I'm going to talk about Bush Gardens. I, I wish I had some cool intro music, though. Maybe Tom can make that. I up. mean, I could put something together in post that can make something fun. <laughs> I feel Anyways. like it should be like circus music or something. No, no. So yeah, so I, I recently have purchased my premier Bush Gardens passes. Uh, one of the reasons why is I wanted to actually check out the new Battle for Ire uh, ride, which is you eventually know, build... you'll figure out how to say that name. Right? I, I think it's Ire, <laughs> and I, I think it's Ire, and I think that people. I think that the the ride itself mispronounces it, which had people up in arms as well, right? There's a whole big thing going on oh, really? about that. It, yeah, again, we talk a lot of Disney stuff and like people on the Facebook page arguing back and forth. That's one of the things that the Bush Gardens people argue about, right? <laughs> anyway, that being said, so you know, no, there there is the what they call quick queue. You have to pay for it. I was not, you know, didn't want to involve that. Tried to rope drop it, but we had to get our fast passes. Excuse me, our season passes. And when you get there, you can't just pick them up you actually have to get on you know the relations line customer relations line to get them so we ended up going to that ride first and what was interesting is we had brought some friends with us um, that had recently been to universal and disney as well and it is an interesting queue that they have set up actually it was not where i originally thought it was i thought it was actually replacing dark castle it is not it is um, actually in ireland not in Germany, which would make a lot of sense. I don't know why in my head I thought that it was replacing Dark Castle just because Dark Castle closed. But that being said, it's a little bit off to the right as you enter Ireland, and they have a stone entranceway and tunnel, and then you actually funnel yourselves, like they kind of separate you off, and you get funneled into a room that has a projection screen and some <clears throat> um, fairies flying around and some, you know, some rock work. So the first thing I would say is that you know, Disney does it right. There, there was a lot of gaps in between the rock work. It was not as clean as, you know, something that the Imagineers have put together. But it was still interesting and it, it you know, was entertaining to kind of walk through that area. I do like that underground stony sort of feel. And I thought that the room that they bring you in before you get onto the ride was well done. I, I thought that was actually very well done and, and felt like something that maybe I would see more at Disney. The, the ride itself, though, so... It's kind of like Star Tours, where you have a lot of people sitting together, 
on you know some sort of platform that moves but what you're doing is you're putting on a virtual reality headset now the kind of the neat thing is how they get around you know kind of you gumming up this headset or you know getting eye boogers on it or whatever the case may be is that you have this 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 shield (laughs) and that shield goes on your head first and then what you do is the vr goggles kind of go over that shield kind of think of you know just a piece of plastic but it's it's well done and then that's the part that they actually clean so they don't have to you know physically clean the vr headsets so you you put on the headset and i won't ruin the the whole experience uh storyline for everyone but the experience itself was not unlike really playstation vr like i'll be honest with you I kind of, Chad, I knock on Pandora all the time, and this was a step below Pandora for sure. You know, the story was cool, the interaction was cool, but the the graphics were just not there. Um, So have have you done the void yet? To compare it to no so no and and that's what we're, we're so that's definitely something that we're doing on our next trip so i have not yet trevor actually was just there today though and said he enjoyed yep. it but I, I would guess it's probably along the same lines graphically i have not done the void but i, that's I did the void in guess. january right after it okay opened, right i had mm-hmm. a, a quick weekend trip down and it is okay. phenomenal right okay it is just off the charts if you're a star wars fan must do come up with the 35 bucks or whatever it ends up coming out to get over there and make it happen. So, yeah. So, so this was again, from a graphical standpoint, a little disappointing. Um, but again, the, the ride itself, I mean, it had a lot of promise, but I, I, again, I don't, I would not wait in line for it probably more than a half an hour at this point, having gone out at once. I, I think the problem they're going to have with that specific ride, um, which again, is kind of how I feel about the Pandora ride too, is like, you know, you go on it once and it's kind of like, man, it is the same exact thing. So, well, Again, that's how I, I feel about Navi River, right? That that was a one and done for me, right? But you know, but for Navi River, the thing that that I kind of feel like is that there was a lot of things. I, I there's just no way you can see everything on your kind of your go through. Um, I've always said that Navi River, the the one thing that should happen is the boat should be further apart. But that that all being said, I, I would like to go on Navi River because I just don't feel like I've kind of seen everything there was. But for this ride, it was definitely a one and done. It was interesting, um, but it was nothing that I would be you know beating the door down to, to go on again. So th- that, that was part of my detour. But, but now, since I have the mic, I, I want to talk about my trip and kind of put something out to the listeners a little bit. And, and Chad as well, you know, obviously like to hear your input. So I have the opportunity to either do DVC Gold Pass, right? And then maybe, like I talked about, you know, maybe go back to the Toy Story in August. Well, who knows? And then maybe go to Disney for Christmas time because, you know, for the decorations, we had never seen those. But I did not know this um, because I don't know everything Disney. And I didn't realize that those Park Hopper Plus passes allowed you to do, so let's say a three-day Park Hopper Plus allows you three days at the park and three days at the water park. So really giving you six days to do stuff. And so now my question is, if I don't end up going and doing a season pass because I don't care about the slinky ride that doesn't slink, um, do I do this three-day pass and do the water parks for three days and then do the, the regular parks for three days since we, you know, obviously go to, you know, Disney so often. And, and that was one of the things that's kind of on my, my list now. 
Gotcha. Well, the Florida Gold Pass does not include water parks. I know, okay. which is which is painful because our friends that we go with are not water park people, and my family, excluding my wife, are huge water park people. So we have not been to the water parks in probably three years. Okay, so last year was the missed opportunity because you could have got mm. the, the, the gold passes and then upgraded them, right? Yes. So yes. I was lucky enough to do that, and I got my pass extended. It's just okay. because I go down for these conferences and other business trips, right? Yep. The rest of my family, we're on a uh, biannual um, purchase of these passes. Okay. So, like, we, we, you know, wife's a teacher, so we go in August in one year, and we mm-hmm. buy our passes, and then they're going to expire August the next year. So that's why we're going in in June and July this year to get mm-hmm. next summer's vacation out of one set of annual passes. Yep. Right? So we kind of double dip them, Right. The other thing that I tell people to look at is consider at least buying one annual pass for one member of the family. And the reason why I say that is that person gets um, photo pass free with the annual pass, right? And that's like 139 if you buy it in advance, 170 if you, you wait. 170, yeah. Right? If, if you, that's a lot of money. But that can almost make up the cost of the annual pass, right? So, so here's the question. If you buy an annual pass, does it have to be for an adult? No. No, you can buy hmm. it for anybody in the family. Hmm. That's interesting. So, okay. But I, I don't think there's any child prices on annual passes, right? That's true. Yeah. That is true. It's, right. it's all the same price. Or is, is it, it's all the same price even no matter what the age is, right? Yep. For the gold one? Yep. Okay. It's all the same price. So. Yeah. So, so if I did it that way, that saves me $1,000, right? Let's just say I don't go again for Toy Story Land at all. It would save me a thousand dollars, and that's where I'm kind of, you know, making this decision because I do have now season premiere passes to SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, um, Aquatica, already. So, kind of what we were thinking about doing is that if we went down in August, we'd still stay DVC, but just not go to anything Disney, and just go to Aquatica SeaWorld. I've not been to SeaWorld. I want to go on the Manta Ray ride. I want to go on the Emperor Penguin ride. Like I want to go on those rides that I have not been on at all. Um, so that, that's kind of where I'm, you know, weighing my options on, on what I want yeah, to do. I, I can see that happening. What we're leaning towards for 2019, because, you know, being DVC, you kind of got to plan all that out now yep. is, you know, our passes are going to expire for the main family this, this summer. And I think mm-hmm. we're just going to let them drop. And then next summer we're going to hit the cruise and try to hit Vero and Hilton head and do a little tour of DVC, um, mm-hmm. and just not get park tickets next summer. Right. Yeah. I, that's that's a viable option. And so, you know, now if we keep this strategy going forward, it's every th- third year we buy park passes, right? Okay, yep. Use them a year, use them a year. And then, well, the other thing is we're, we're not completely staying out of the parks next year. We're going over to um, Grand Cal, right? Uh-huh. Um, my wife's spring break ends up being in this weird off week that nobody else seems to have. So we thought that was a great time to go over to Grand Cal. And so we'll be hitting that. So we'll be doing some of the park days right then. We're not going to stay completely out of Disney parks for a year, I guess. But, yeah, I think it's a valid valid option, right? Yeah, so it's considering that I'm not going to make this decision until I get down there and we drive, I will have 10 hours to really figure out what I want to do. As I was telling Tom, part of the problem is, is I hate, you know, that my friends will be there for seven days and they have seven park, pa- you know, seven day park passes. And then there'd be like, we'd really only like hang out at the parks with them for three days at that point. But, you know, 
thousand dollars is also nice too. A thousand dollars goes a long way, right? It does. Yeah, it definitely does. So, you know, those are my options if everyone, anyone else wants to weigh in. Actually, for people that have been to SeaWorld, that, that's actually who I'd love to weigh in. Let me know about those new rides, if it's worth doing, if I would, you know, really enjoy them. That would be interesting to know. Yeah, it's been a decade since I've been to SeaWorld. So. They, have some, they do have some new interesting things. And there also is what looks like, I think it's called Infinity Falls, which looks like the coolest um, like river rapid ride I've ever seen in my life. Does not have like um, a big drop to it or something like it that? It does. It has yeah. a huge drop to it. And it actually takes you up. Like, you know, like how normally you go on a belt up. This takes you straight up in the air. It looks really cool. So that will be interesting. So oh, that's wow. also on my list. Yeah. So that's on my list. So that is really interesting. That's Damon's Detours. I would talk more about DuckTales, but we're already over an hour. So <laughs> I thought Damon's Detours was just for other theme park stuff. <laughs> oh, it's for whatever I want. Like, that's his wild have, card, right? Yeah. I have carte blanche. I do whatever I want on Damon's Detour. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. You know, I, I don't. Did you see the, the, um, the internet outrage about the Fast and Furious ride at Universal? I could have, I have not, but, but I could have told you that there was, but there, I didn't even need to see the ride to know I was not going to like it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. It, it's the same exact ride as King Kong. It is the same exact ride. The Jimmy Fallon one is good because it's Jimmy Fallon. It's funny. It's this, it's that. Fast and Furious is, is a, you know, it's a very good movie franchise. I'll give them that. But do I want to see Fast and Furious over Transformers? It was the same damn ride. <laughs> you know, like once they did it with Transformers, like I didn't need to see it three more times. But you know they have the ace in the hole with Nintendo Land. So I, I and well obviously, you know, Harry Potter's awesome. Um I hate to say, but awesomer than anything that Disney has. Yeah, even Disney close. Disney lost out on that one, right? There's no yep. doubt. So I think that Nintendo Land is going to be their ace in the hole because looking at some of those rides that they have, you know, that they're planning are just look ridiculous. So Anyway, that, that's my detour. I'm done. I'll let you. I'll let you go on to rumors. <laughs> well, we only got one this week, and really, well, we had two, but we talked about one earlier, and, and yep. this is another hotel thing. Um, so, I love this, by the way, which I'm surprised that you love this idea. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about this a couple of shows ago about um, the possibility of an Epcot hotel, a new Epcot area hotel. And when I say Epcot area hotel, imagine a hotel that's basically in Epcot. Um, so either behind the Living Seas or right at the gate. Uh, so there's been not a lot of information about this, but all of a sudden they filed about 27 permits all around Epcot with the same project code as what uh, was assumed to be the, the potential for the hotels. I will point out that there's some fairly reliable Disney sources that are disputing that these permits have anything to do with the hotel. So I don't know what these mean, but I, I do think it's interesting. I, we've talked about this many times on the show, but if if work's going to start on this soon, I, I would hope to hear something. Is the hotel a rumor itself? Or are we just talking about the permits? Or the hotel's a, ru- a rumor. The permits are not a rumor. Those are filed. Yeah, we just don't know what filed. they're for. We don't know what they're for, but the hotel <laughs> is still in the rumor stage. See, I, I think this should this would be absolutely stunning. Um, as I get older, as my kids get a little older, we find that Epcot is the place to be, right? There is something to be said about having good food, relaxing a little bit more. You've been on every ride 8 million times already, kind of, you know, having a little bit more family time. If you, and this seems a little counterproductive for Disney, but if you were to ask me, what is the most fun that I've had with my children, um, let's say in the past three years, right? So let's see. So again, they're 14, 12, and 8 currently, right? So in the past three years, I would say it's at Epcot. Like, we have a blast there. 
Um, just the, the walking around, the eating, the shopping, the this, the that. They're just kind of fun aspects. Yeah, your kids have to without must age into it because my, my kids think do. it's boring, right? Yeah. And so how old are your kids, if you don't so, mind us asking? Uh, five, seven, and 12. So Yep. Yep, I can see. So, so again, it would be interesting. So why don't you come back, you know, three, four years from now, let us know how, yeah, three, how they think about Epcot. But it, it's interesting because that's kind of exactly how I feel, that they kind of aged into Epcot. And we have an absolute blast. Our favorite time in the world is drinking all the soda we can and, like, almost making ourselves sick. We, we have a blast. Now, I, I will say this. My, th- this year on this trip, we let each kid pick a day with uh, mom and dad, right? So, mm-hmm. so they will either stay at the hotel room or go to the um, – Simba's Playhouse while it's still around, okay? Yep. Or one of those childcare places, right? Mm-hmm. And my 12-year-old did pick Epcot, but that's only because she wanted to go to Le Cellier, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but, but see, I think this is why this would be an interesting sort of um, hotel because what you're saying is, is that if I want to hang out during the day and go out at night or even maybe a, a, a no-kid sort of vacation, this is the place to stay. You know, you can hit your dinners, your lunches, hotels right there. You don't have to get on a bus. You don't have to go far. It, it's kind of a, a nice little thing if you're going to do the, you know, foodie Disney. Yeah. Right. If, but that's, the, that's if, the same. That's the same argument you can use for Beach Club and Boardwalk. OK. Do I. But do Beach Club. Um, there, there's a space, right? There's a space that is not Beach Club and is not Epcot. Right. It's very minimal. It's very, but, but there is a space, right? Right. It, it, yeah. I'm, I'm busting your chops now, but yeah. So right for me, like, I, I want to be in Epcot and never leave Epcot. And, and that, that hotel would do something along those lines. Well, well, we get that over at Grand Cal, right? Grand Cal sits right in DCA. Okay. Wait, where's that again? So Disneyland, right? Oh, I don't know that place. I don't, I don't yeah, know. We got to get is. you educated, right? <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. So, so I, I like that. I, I think I'd be excited to do something like that. The problem is, is that because the Star Wars hotel is, is actually confirmed, I don't really care about anything else at this point until that opens. So <laughs> yeah, but- while this sounds interesting, um, you know, it's, it's only after I've got my Star Wars film. Yeah, that's true. But, but that's probably going to be closer over to Hollywood Studios, right? Oh, I don't care if it was on Mars. Like I'm going. <laughs> well, I, I think I think according to the story, you're not going to be far off there, right? There we go, right? <laughs> that that's what I'm looking forward to. But I, I like this idea. Um, the, the, I have a bunch of questions about it. Where's a pool going? Right? Are we talking about a hotel with no pool? Talk about an indoor pool? What, what are we talking about? Pool, that's maybe? A, right? Ooh, that would pool. be amazing. Oh, that would be great. That would sell it by itself. I mean, it's still no, you know, haunted river country, <laughs> but it's still it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, there's so many cool things they could do with this. I just, I, I don't know. I'd be interested if all these permits really mean that they're going to start building something and that they haven't announced it yet. You think they would have announced it by now? Uh, why though? Uh, why not get people hyped? Be- right? Because here's the thing, right? You're trying to hype them on Toy Story Land. Yeah, th- th- sure, there's a whole hype agenda here, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and they're smart. They know what they're doing. There's right? a hype hierarchy. It's <laughs> right. There's there's a hype agenda. They, they are working a plan. Let's let's not yep. let's not anybody sure. fool yourself, right? That's, that that's true. true. That's true. Uh, and I, I expect at some point to get a slew of Epcot updates. Like, you know, just because we haven't heard a lot about what they're doing with Epcot. You know, we've heard about Ratatouille. We've heard about Guardians of the Galaxy. They just shared that video the other day about the, the Guardians ride, how that's going. But it, a lot of the other stuff that they talked about at D23 really hasn't been hasn't been discussed all that much. So maybe we'll get a big update sometime soon here and we'll talk about. Oh, all we should, things, because so. they've got a, yeah. they've got a huge anniversary coming up. Right. They do. They do. Yeah. 
And you would think that, uh, well, it's it's a hotel's probably not going to be done in time for that anniversary. I can't yeah, imagine. I don't be. know about that. So they build hotels pretty quickly. They're good at that. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just find I find this endlessly interesting because I think it would be really really cool to have a hotel right there at Epcot. I mean, oh, a few I, things cooler than that. The, the park hotels can't be beat, right? Yep. So cannot be beat. I mean, I say my home resort is Bay Lake, and just being able to walk the ten minute walk to Magic Kingdom was amazing. Now that's it, not it, even in long, park, but. but as long as they're not. You know, um, an all-star level hotel. Do I don't think it would be for that. You're, you pay for real estate most of the time. And, at, you know, like all those monorail resorts around Magic Kingdom are, are yeah. so expensive because you're paying for location, you That's know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't see I would think anything less than a deluxe in there. Agreed. Yeah. Because that would be tough. Because those value resorts are always so huge. Yeah, you know, they got to make them big to make them financially viable. So, all right. So you guys want to wrap this thing up? I can. So, Great. uh Let's see. So we got the email address, the welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Let us all know whatever you'd like, but let me personally know what you think about um, my three day ticket situation and SeaWorld and all that good stuff. And if you want to let us know about Bush Gardens, that's cool too, right? Um, I can't even mention the website anymore, right? So again, we're always looking for questions. So while we have questions for you, we always like to hear questions, you know, the other way as well. Um, so please, if you have any questions that you'd like us to research, to answer, to give opinions about, by all means, send them to us. Uh, we will mention them on the next podcast. For Facebook, we are at Welcome Home Podcast. On Twitter, we are at Welcome Home Pod. And on Instagram, we are at Welcome Home Picks. And actually, um, when you hear this, you still we still may have some Trevor pictures up there. Again, he's been posting some stuff on Facebook, some videos, some pictures. So it's always great for us, you know, when he does that because it takes the pressure off of us, right? It takes pressure <laughs> off of us. I, I will try to do the same. But again, if I'm only there for three days, you'll get a lot of water park pictures if I go and do the three day, three day. So that's always a good thing because I have not been on the new water park ride. It's been a disappointment to my you know lifelong goals of being there for the first <laughs> month of everything. But you know, it was a water park ride. So what are you going to I mean, it's one ride, right? So, it, it, Yeah, it all it takes is one, though. Um, <laughs> so if we can get some reviews on iTunes or any other service used, that's always great for us. It gets more listeners. More listeners means we like to do more of them. And actually, Tom said something about if we had like 500,000 uh, likes on Facebook, we would do one every week. 500,000? 500,000. We would do a show every week. That's what we're, he said. So I, I, We would do an every, one every day if we had 500,000. <laughs> See, Tom is, is crazy, and no, we would not. Um, at least it wouldn't be with Damon. But if we get 500,000, we would do one every Let's week. Let's start with 500. Let's get to that. <laughs> can, can, we get to, can we get to 500 this week, please? Everyone, yes. can we get to 500? It's a little embarrassing we're not at 500. Well, you know, Trevor knows how to bot, so, right? He's an idea. Yeah, <laughs> let's get, we need to get some bots on that. <laughs> um, we should probably strike that from our what? podcast. What? I don't know what you're talk about bots um anyway so please review us on itunes and any other service you use by all means like our facebook and uh comment and let us know what you think yeah and uh don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode uh you know those of you that have subscribed to podcasts know that when we uh, release a new episode it'll pop up and say hey there's a new welcome home and uh, you can listen to us right away uh you can find us on uh apple podcasts uh google play music tune in stitcher just about any place you can find podcasts uh, we are there to search for Welcome Home. We'll, we'll pop right up. 
And uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and anything that we say is our own opinion. So please consult a DVC representative, a Disney cast member, uh, if you have any questions about any of the things that we said on the show today. Uh, Damon, do you have anything you want to plug before we wrap this thing up? Um, always my website, bscekids.com. Um, like Pat and myself talked about, we're, we're both got some uh, you know YouTube stuff in the works. And go watch DuckTales, everybody. And uh, <laughs> oh, you're liking Ducktales now? I know we didn't get to this, but you're, you're... I, 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 again, I, I thought I might not like it, but there has not been a point in time that I have. Be, once we got past the first two episodes, I think I was in, and I'm definitely in now. Nice, uh, Chad. Anything you want to promote before we uh, go? Yeah, a- absolutely. I'm looking for DVC members that want to share their stories. Right? You know, how's DVC changed the way you do Disney? What's it done for your family, especially long-term people that have, that have been a history of DVC? Y'all have some wonderful stories. I'd love to share them. Uh, even cast member stories. If somebody's cast member sent you some pixie dust somehow and you want to give a shout-out or share your magical story, I'm a little bit out of my element in a news and, and rumors and current events kind of show because I'm all about the story. I'm all about you know sharing what people have done with Disney. And so that's the focus I'm taking over at My DVC Points, and you can find me on Facebook at My DVC Points. And just so everyone knows, Chad has not asked me yet, and I'm a little teary-eyed over here. Just again, <laughs> I, I hit all his buttons, but for some reason I didn't get asked. Tom got asked. Tom won't even go on Space Mountain. Tom's going to go on Space Mountain at some point. So. <laughs> yeah. That's because <laughs> when Guardians of the Galaxy opens up, it's going to be like it doesn't even exist for Tom. <laughs> That's, oh. he, that's why he loves Toy Story Land so much. I do. I'm excited hey, about hey, it. Hey, help me out here, Tom. Right? Did <laughs> I asked, you know, could you talk to, to Trevor and Damon for me? Right? I, he did not. Chad, I, he did not. I, you know, I might have forgotten. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> all right. All right. But we appreciate you coming on today, Chad. We, yes, uh, thank you. Appreciate and, you and being thank part you for of the show today. Me. It's been a blast, guys. Yeah, it's, it was a lot of fun having you on, and, and you're so knowledgeable, so we appreciate that. So uh, join us next time for uh, more Disney Parks discussion, of course, uh, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair.